in this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on my the Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? What's today? Hump day. Why am I dropping? It's actually. Well, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, though. Yeah, that's the only thing. Today is Tuesday. You say what? What's today? Tuesday, man. Today's Tuesday. I was in a rock, though. Oh, well, that's what happens when you work too hard. Dramos was all confused. I was confused, too. I was like, all right. Oh, why y'all? I asked y'all. I said, well, what day is it? You should have told me then. That's what you always say. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? I ain't Well, listen, man. Today is Tuesday. Book trapping is hard work, all right? I'm in L.A. It's 2 in the morning out here right now. Because I got a book signing tonight at the Grove. Hold on, let me make sure tonight is the night. Hold on. Tonight right, is goodness. tonight. Yes, you got yes. tonight at the Grove. Tonight is the night. It's Tuesday, October 30th. I got a book signing tonight at the Grove in L.A. at 7 p.m. So that's where you can catch me. Yes. All right. Okay. You sure? <laughs> Uh, if today is Tuesday, yes, I'm confused now. Today is Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday. Okay, today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is Halloween. It was a lot of activity yesterday. Yeah, I see. We got a lot to talk about. Before we get into that, Jimmy Fallon will be joining us this morning. Are we sure? It's not Jimmy Kimmel? Which one is Jimmy Damn. Kimmel? And which one is Jimmy Fallon? I'm, I'm always confused. Which one is Jimmy Kimmel? That is so messed up. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon is the one that has the roots, right? Yes, and Jimmy Kimmel okay. does the mean tweets. Which one is the white one? Both of them. Oh, I'm Gosh. confused now. Okay, Jimmy Fallon will be here this morning. All right, Just Jimmy Fallon. Sure. All right, Jimmy Fallon. Yes. All right, Jimmy Fallon will be here this morning. All right, now you let's tell us about tell us about the activity. No, I just was saying yesterday was very active. First, I was on Twitter and I saw a lot of people talking about Queen Radio, so I was like, let me listen to this because I was at home. So I'm listening to that. Then I saw Cardi B's tweets in response. She posted what she had to say in response. She had to like everything. 19 responses. Then Nicki Minaj had to say yesterday. So. We're going to let you guys weigh in and listen to both sides and, and see what you think. Just end it. Just end it over. I wonder, somebody had to make that call and got them both on the phone and said, y'all better stop it right now. I wonder who that person was. You think they got on the phone together? Somebody got them on the phone or somebody spoke to both of them and made them stop that. Absolutely. The thing that bothers me about the both. Phone after that? I think so. I don't think they got on the phone. The thing that bothers, bothers me about both those situations, neither one of those young ladies told people to go vote during any of those rants. When you got everybody's attention like that, especially the coach's attention like that, can you just throw in a go vote, I even was, if you don't mean it? I was just, thinking the same thing. Just, just go do vote. it. Just say go vote. Cardi just say no, go vote. Nikki just say go vote. I wasn't thinking I that. I saw a lot of people I in the comments saying that. Though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I wasn't thinking Make that. Sure well, nobody, well, guess what? Nobody listening to the people in the comments. All right? Listen to the people that is actually generating all of this energy and making y'all pay attention. Y'all paid attention to every word that came out of Cardi and Nikki's mouth yesterday, and neither one of them said anything of any substance. No. Nah. Well, 
We'll tell you all about that in the rumors this morning. It was a lot going on, and we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, well, let's talk about, since we're talking about voting, we'll tell you what Donald Trump's saying about Andrew Gillum now, calling him a thief. Oh, boy. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about Donald Trump. Now, he tweeted out, in Florida, there is a choice between a Harvard-Yale-educated man named Ron DeSantis, who has been a great congressman and will be a great governor, and a Democrat who's a thief and who is mayor of poorly run Tallahassee, said to be one of the most corrupt cities in the country. A, I don't know what makes Andrew Gillum a thief, and B, I didn't know Tallahassee was supposed to be one of the most corrupt cities in the country. That's my first time hearing that. Yeah, but it's, uh, the election is next week, so of course it's going to be a lot of mudslinging and name calling and people bigging up their side. So that's not that's that's not something that I didn't expect. Right now, early voting is underway in Florida, and Gillum is trying to be the state's first African American governor, and he's leading by double digits, according to a recent CNN poll. So uh, Andrew Gillum did respond on Twitter: "There's a choice between having the courage to at the person you are trash talking or not." Don, at real Donald Trump is howling because he's weak. Florida, go vote today. Now, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders is saying Andrew Gillum was under investigation by the FBI. And that's what was meant by the word thief. And she said, I would refer you to that. But Andrew Gillum is saying that he is not under any investigation by the FBI and that these are desperate falsehoods. Trump just well, there's there's, there's, well, there's, no, there's an FBI probe in the Tallahassee city government, but not into Andrew Gillum personally. All right. So let's mm. talk about what happened in uh, North Carolina, a North Carolina high school freshman was charged with first-degree murder. Now, according to police officers, uh, the suspect is Jaytuan Craig Cuffey. He's 16 years old, and he's in the Mecklenburg County Jail. The victim is 16-year-old Bobby McKeithen. So what happened was, according to reports, there was a conflict that started with bullying, and that bullying spiraled out of control, and as fear took over, a young person brought a gun to solve the problems. So there was an altercation between the two, and that led to the fatal shooting of a student. No one else was injured in the shooting, and it was something that's been built up, according to reports, over time. Yeah, one of my, my homeboys uh, in Charlotte sent me that video yesterday. I'm not, I didn't watch it, though. I'm like, well, I don't want to see this. Like, why would I want to see this video? All right, and in, uh, that fatal shooting of two black people in the Kroger grocery store in Kentucky, I know you guys heard about that, that's being investigated as a hate crime. Gregory A. Bush is a white 51-year-old, and he's accused of killing Maurice Stylard, who was 69, and Vicki Jones, age 67, inside of that grocery store and in the parking lot. He tried to enter a predominantly black church before that shooting. He couldn't get inside. The doors were already locked. People had left already. There was only a few people inside. So after that, he went to Kroger's and ended up killing people. Now, according to reports... When he was captured, uh, people said that he said whites don't shoot whites. So that's right, why right now they're saying this looks like a hate crime. Mm. All, right. all right. I know, depressing front Any, page Anything news. positive? Anything at all? Anybody open up a school? Marry? Baby? Oh, y'all, can, y- y'all can make front page news positive if y'all decide to go out and vote next, uh, next, next, next week. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can always make front That's page positive. All right. the, front page, the front page next week depends on you. All right. Well, that is front page news. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Michelle. 
Yes. What you don't like about me, Michelle? What I did to you? I don't like that old corny pose that you do. Every time I look on Instagram or see you with a guest, you got you got the same pose. At least change it up. Let me see something different. What my pose got to do with you? Huh? Huh? Well, this ain't slammed to the breakfast club. <laughs> well, if the pose works, you know, don't break. If it's not broken, don't fix it. But I'm tired of looking at the same thing. Let me see something different. Give I, me something else to look at. What you want to see? What you want to see? Huh? Well, you you, you to, tell I me the pose. To, I want you to. I want you to turn around and stick it out. Let me see. Okay, look back wow. at it. Look back at it. Yeah. Wow. Michelle, me too. Yeah, like you're not gonna just use my body. Word is gone. You, what makes you think you could just talk to that man object. like that? You just gonna objectify well, that man and talk to him oh in that manner? Gosh. Hey, you asked me. I told you. That's only the wow. light version. Oh, oh right. well, what's, the, what's the heavy version? Then? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the heavy version, I put it in your DM. Oh, you ain't even get that. All right, oh, Michelle. I thought I'm she put it somewhere man. else. Goodbye, Michelle. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. She's gonna use me for my body. Huh. Brianna. Yes, I'm here. Good morning, Brianna. Good morning. Get it off your chest, Mama. I'm getting it off my chest because I'm mad that you guys are a big panel and that you guys don't use it to get people out to vote. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Shut up, Brianna. Brianna, I would right not, I would not allow that slander to come out let your mouth, go. that goddamn lie. You sound like a, you sound silly right now. Let her go. How, no, 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 I'm not going to let her go. How, how, don't, how don't we get people out to vote? Let, let's hear everything that she has to say before we, uh, before we make you look I like stupid. People, I feel like a lot of people don't know how to vote. I was having this discussion with someone. Oh, and they're like, I don't know how to vote. I feel you guys are the type of panel that can create something that can put knowledge out there for people to know how to vote. What are you talking about? We we had we had Tish James on. Andrew we Gillum. got we got we got Gerald Giggs on. We've had Angela Rye on. Andrew okay, Gillum. We got all have, like your real estate classes and stuff at the juice bar. You should have something that's like okay, we're going to teach about politics and how this goes in the line and the chain. Do you listen to the Breakfast Club or do you just skim through it? We have a no, lot of these people up here that know better than us. We're not experts in voting. Just like I'm not an expert in real estate, that's, that's why I usually have somebody with me. We that's literally, why we have them up here. And we've been we, letting people know all the deadlines for when they have to register to vote, where they can actually go to register to vote. Go, go, go register to vote, but how many people don't know the whole process of voting? You can have people up here talking about politics. But who's going to sit in that classroom with those minorities and be like... To teach you how to press a button? You, We need somebody to teach you how to walk into a booth and press a button, baby? Or fill out a form? That's not... Listen, I think what you're... How many people walked in and never looked at a booth? This what I this what I think that you're oh trying to say. We can't teach you how to I, vote if you don't go into the voting booth and vote. I, you I just think, press I think, a button. <laughs> no, what I think you're trying to say is we should we should teach people what to vote for. No, she's no, not saying that. No. She's she wants to, teach to, to physically vote. teach people how to press the button well, inside that's a, of the that, booth. That, that's, that's a waste of time. I'm not. Been, going, uh, that's a waste of time. Mama, have you ever been in a, to a voting booth? Yes, I've been to a voting booth, but when someone told me they never been to a voting booth, they want to vote, but they don't know how to vote or what to get in there, and it, it, it looks all crazy, and I was like, I can't really explain to Mama. you like that. I was like, she might be right. She might be right. I'm not going to knock her for that. She but might be right. Let's be honest. It be it looking crazy to all of us. We just go there, and we look it's for the person that we know. I feel like you guys have a panel to pull people in to try to teach those who does not have knowledge, who never voted, who has no idea, so when they walk in, they're not confused. Well, I'm confused when I walk in. I remember my first time going to vote. You see the name of the person and, and you just you click the switch. The name, but I don't know. Exactly, you didn't know. No, I did know. I mean, it was pretty easy. We just went to the name it that was, we knew. It was pretty easy. I knew who I was going to vote for. Maybe, I went maybe in there and pressed that maybe, name. Maybe it's not as easy for everybody, but you Thank know, you please, please, please don't say that. Please. Easy for me, but talking to people around me, I realize how much people don't know. But oh, these are people that have never gone Thank inside you, of a voting booth, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, 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 
No, I get just, what she's saying. No, I don't. thought she was. I thought she was trying to say that we're not encouraging people to vote, which is a lie, because we literally have somebody on at least once a week talking about voting in the voting process and why we should be voting and who we should be voting for. But yeah. she's talking about physically walking into a booth and pressing the button. Yeah. So I can understand what she's saying. But you can't say it's difficult if you've never even gone inside of the booth to do it. Yeah, that's like saying, okay, the Breakfast Club, we got to teach people how to drive a car. There's certain things we can't do. You, you, you got to do it on your own. You, we, we you, you got to yeah, you, you, yeah, you figure out some oh things on your own. All or right. Google it. Get it off your chest. <laughs> 800-585-1051. If you need to vent or need how to learn how to vote, hit us up. Mr. Breakfast Club, good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate, the toe sucker. Toe time, how we doing? Oh, Lord. What's up, Big Chuck? Are you going to, are you going to vote, man? Yeah, absolutely, brother. We all got to do that. Do we you know how to vote, bro? <laughs> of course. I'm all a right. smart brother. All right, just asking. I, think, I know how to count my ten toes, you know what I'm saying? Ten absolutely. Toes. So two quick things, right? All right, Charlemagne, make sure you shine your bowling ball head before you go to L.A. today. <laughs> He's in and, L.A. <laughs> yeah, and I got a little something for Envy. Check it oh, out. <laughs> Have you seen Envy riding in his fancy car, looking like a toasted ox? Toasted almond ice cream bar. Mm. And here's a secret that nobody knows. Ladies dream about his toasted almond toes. Toe time, Jimmy Fallon, put me on your show, bro. What do you think? Well, think first of all, you, you are absolutely right. Women are obviously fantasizing about Envy because somebody just called in this morning fantasizing are about, about my toes, his bro? poses. <laughs> toasted almond toes. And toasted bro. almond toes does not sound like it looks appealing, but it sounds like it would taste delicious. <laughs> Go ahead, Ange, get in there. No. And stop, stop talking about my toes. You're going to stop using my body for your own. You know what? Stop using my body. Don't objectify me. Goodness gracious. You don't even sound right saying that. I know, right? You don't even sound real. I was trying don't to be real. I was trying to be. Don't uh, Let me try again. Don't you objectify me. Man, shut up. Hello, who's this? Brandon. Brandon, what's up? Get it off your chest. Uh, get it off my chest. I just want to say two things. I mean. Okay. Well, you didn't get a chance to say one. <laughs> Your phone is trash, bro. We don't even didn't hear you, no, sir. I'm, I'm on the road. I want to tell my nephew congratulations on Cincinnati, around the daughter, Ramaya uh, May, and I'm in Florida. And I did vote for Andrew Gillum. Okay. Y'all Good congratulations, okay. my man. Thank you, man. Did you did you know uh, how to vote when you went in there? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Did you learn? Did you know how to vote when you went in there? Yes, sir. They took my ballot twice. Okay. All right. Just make it sure, brother. Thank you. You too now. It took his ballot twice. What does that mean? I, see, we don't know how to vote. You got to explain people, bro. I definitely don't know what that means. What does it mean to take your ballot twice? I don't know. He voted twice. Hello, who's this? <laughs> DJ Blake Records. You talking to me? Or you, that's your name? Well, my, my, na- my name is Nigel Swivel. I'm a DJ, so my DJ name is DJ Blake Records. Oh, all right. What's Everybody up? DJ what's up, Blake Records. Records. Where are you from? Right to the point. Uh, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, but I live out right here in Columbia, South Carolina right now. Okay, get it off your chest, bro. 803, what's happening? What's good, Charlamagne? How you feeling, baby? Check I'm out, blessed, man. black, and highly um, favored. I'm in, <laughs> I like that. I'm, I'm in Lexington Hospital right now. I got bit by a spider two days ago, and I got bit again tonight. I'm like, what's going on, man? I'm, I'm in the emergency room right now. Toe up, man. What Ooh, kind I'm of gonna you, I'm, He's going to end up being I'm, Spider-Man for Halloween tomorrow. There you go. I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going on. You must be what's delicious. You must be delicious. Don't objectify his body. You you sound tasty. That spider that spider bit you and then came back for seconds. Uh, it must have been the same spider. When I tried to catch him, he ran under the wall two days ago. He came up, came back out, and got revenge on me. What kind of spiders are biting you and running away? What you, kind, what, what you the might hell? have superpowers now. 
Uh, y'all crazy. Now, I just bought a house. People ain't paid the tax. I got a house, so, you know, we ain't really checking like that. But me and my wife and kids are in here now. I got to get exterminated bad, man. You <laughs> take this one. All right, bro. I mean, you better, you got to live, you got to live to call it exterminated, though. You done got bit by a spider twice. You don't know if it's poisonous or not. Was it a brown recluse spider? A what? I don't know. I know it was black and big when I seen it. That's Whoa. all I can tell you. Whoa, you got something That's black crazy. and big biting you? I don't know about that, brother. Oh, you crazy, man. You crazy. <laughs> anyway, man, I want, I want to put this out there. Man, today I'm, today I'm DJing the first Harvest Festival for Swansea, South Carolina. So I hope I get out this emergency room so I can get down there and get on these ones and twos. All right, man. You hope you feel that? better, bro. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Mayor, Mayor um, Gerald Sanders for giving me the shot. Okay, Appreciate brother. It. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, you got rumors on the way? Yes. Let's talk about, I guess, Nikki and Cardi immediately this morning. There's so much to get into. So, uh, Nikki Minaj versus Cardi B, whose side are you on? And isn't it a shame we have to choose sides? All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Nikki and Cardi. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, I was at home yesterday, and all this was going down while I was at home relaxing. And it all started off with, I guess, I mean, obviously this feud between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj has been going on for quite some time, but things have been reignited. Now, I did see when Hennessy posted saying that Nicki was sharing Cardi's personal phone number mm-hmm. and discussed all of that happening. Well, Nicki Minaj went on Queen Radio and had this to say about the fight between Cardi B and Ra Ali, which allegedly she's saying that Ra Ali hit Cardi B. Cardi B is saying that it was security. Other people said it was security that elbowed her in the forehead. Check it out. There is surveillance footage in the building where where the assault took place. I also had my cameraman there. You went home and told people that security hit you. And we let that lie continue because of legal reasons. I told Ra, don't tell anyone you hit her because I don't want nobody trying to sue me. Ra held her head and punched her like, I don't know, eight, nine, ten times, and I could hear it, and it was like, like, anybody that want to pull up the surveillance footage, I will give you $100,000. All Here's right. the thing, right? How can mm-hmm. you... Why would Nikki say, I told Riley not to say nothing because I don't want nobody to sue me, but now you on Korean radio saying something? Yeah. And- Why are you being your own eyewitness, Nikki? I guess she changed her mind if it's if it's true. But she knows. Cardi B is not. Cardi B's, Cardi B is definitely not going to nobody's police. So I'm, I'm. It don't matter. Like, why would you say that? Well, though? let's hear like, what Cardi B had to say in response. How you saying that I got ragged by Riley when there is so many footages of that night? And where am I getting ragged at? You lie so much you can't even keep up with your lies. First you're saying that you got the footage, your cameraman got the footage, but now you're talking about you want to pay somebody a hundred thousand if they give you the footage. Yo, makes sense when you're talking. I thought you was the victim. I know what this footage of. You standing on the wall talking about I'm standing right here, Miss Chung Lee, the street fighter. <laughs> There's no way way Riley hit that girl nine times, hit Cardi nine times, and nobody got that on video. Nine nine times? And there was a lot of cameras around, but Nicki Minaj said, for the slow ones in the back on the blogs, I offered money for the footage from the venue. I have footage on my own camera, but I was asking for the overhead footage that the venue may have. What does it matter? If you got the footage of Riley hitting Cardi, why not put the footage up? Absolutely. If there's footage. 
All right, the next thing they discussed was uh, Nicki Minaj changing her verse on Motorsport. Here's Nicki. And then on Motorsport, you said I was dissing you because I called you a quarterback. When Lil Wayne said that was the best compliment I've ever given a female rapper ever, they said that I was dissing Offset on the uh, Me and My Amigos, No Not Offset. That's a, a bar. That, I wasn't dissing Offset, but she told him I was dissing him. They've planted a lot of the you know, seeds for them not to, those people not to like me. And she succeeded because I don't speak up. I hear the shot you taking, but I'm a rapper. Remember that. All right, well, Cardi B responded I'm lost now. to the problem. Well, so what happened was, remember Cardi no, said I, that... I don't, I don't care. You. Cardi don't, said that gonna... Nicki changed her verse on Motorsport, and yes. Cardi B explains why she didn't like Nicki's verse and why she wanted her to change it. You okay. changed your verse two or three times, and I was not feeling of you talking about, oh, if Cardi the QB, I'm Nick Lombardi, following it up with, bitch, you my son, go sit on a party, bitch, you not my coach, because you never helped me to get in this career, and I called you that night, oh, and I got the receipts, babe. All right, there's my phone. I'm going to my camera that I went oh, all God. the way up, October 22nd. This was your number. I called you twice, and you didn't answer. And I told my label I'm not doing the video if she don't change her verse. They got petty petty here yesterday, huh? It got I'm a little mad. crazy. Too much going on. I'm just mad Cardi and Nicki didn't tell nobody to go vote throughout this whole... Shut like, up! Like, neither one of them said go vote Continue at, at, at all. All right, now Cardi B also says that if Nicki wants to have these conversations with her, they could do it in person a couple of different ways. Then, since you say you're tired of talking about it, I'm tired of talking about it, too. If you really want to talk about it, you know where to link me. We could always link up. You know who to reach out. You know we could settle it however you want to settle it. We could talk about it or we could fight it out. I'm with whatever. But I'm sick and tired of that back and forth shit. I'm not doing it. I'm sick and tired of it too. I love Cardi. I got love for Nikki. It's time to hug this one out and call it a day. But this we'll is, get more this is beyond into, ridiculous. At we'll this get point. more into it in the next hour because they start talking about different deals that they turned down. The other person took different verses <sighs> that I turned down. You took. They tried to pull all kinds of receipts of here's this person saying that. Here's Who my agent saying this. Cares? Here's this artist co-signing this. But Nikki did say, okay, you guys, let's focus on positive things only from here on out. We're also blessed. I know this stuff is entertaining and funny to a lot of people, but I won't be discussing this nonsense anymore. Thank you for the support and encouragement year after year. Love you. I haven't heard one real issue yet. All I hear what is do you two. Mean? All I hear is two rich women fighting over first world problems about who got this deal and who no, didn't no, get no, this no. deal and who was supposed to be on this feature and who no, was no. supposed to be on that feature. Oh, like oh, who oh, cares? Now Cardi responded stupid. to Nikki saying, "All right then, let's keep it positive and keep it pushing." See, all that's stupid, like you said, but not not me getting a lump on my head. Once you put your hands on me, that's now we're in a different situation. We're in a different arena now. Absolutely. You can say whatever you want to say. Well, time out. Who put her... Nobody put their hands on we Cardi. Don't, I don't it know. was a security guard. Well, Nicki Minaj is saying that's not true. So we weren't there. I'm just... That's both sides of what both of them are saying. They so have what if two the police start, what, if, what if the police start investigating this situation based off... And they what very Nikki, well Nikki might. Nikki just said. They <laughs> very just, well might do Nikki that. just said somebody in her entourage assaulted somebody, and she was the eyewitness. Nikki just said that on there. So what if what if now Ra Ali gets picked up and they get investigated because of what Nikki said? Can you? And now it's just it's stupid. This you, is a waste of money and a waste of time. Can you arrest somebody for for assault if the person says if they don't press charges? In this situation, because it's not domestic. Well, the police oh, can know. still do an investigation if something happened, and there's people, there's evidence because they have evidence now. They've been had evidence. Vote. No, I mean, they somebody have, saying this is the person that hit her. Go vote. That was there. A witness. I'm, go I'm, vote. I'm glad they finally squashed it. I hope they finally did. I don't know if they really squashed it. 
It, it sounded good on social media. All right, but we got period. more for you. But uh, yes, please go vote. V O T E. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your <laughs> rumor report. Jesus Christ! What's so funny over there? I just, I mean, this is just a waste of time and energy on everybody's part, on Cardi's part and Nikki's part. Like, it's just a waste of time and energy. Like, I don't get Well, it. we're filling in people if you didn't hear what happened. We're giving you both sides. Yeah, I think I think Cardi just responded. But anyway, up next, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Man, you know how many people have STDs right now? We'll talk about it. Damn, ye. What? All right. You ain't got nothing positive. Well, you know what that is. You know that, what? Let me stop. That test is positive. <laughs> All right. Front page news is next at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, I know the Patriots played last night, and I know the Patriots won. That's all I do know that. You don't know who they played, I, what uh, the score was? No, I wasn't really into it. I know the, the Patriots, just, they just have an, a great team, and they won last night. I and, didn't pay no attention to who, who they played last night either. And congratulations <laughs> to Clay Thompson. He uh, beat Steph Curry's three-point record. He shot the most and made the most three-pointers in the game. He made 14, so congratulations the, to him. The, the Patriots beat the Bills 25-6. to six. And, you know, Clay Thompson, man, the Warriors are so good, you forget Clay Thompson be on, is on that team. They said he was in a shooting uh, slump the whole, in the whole season. I'm like, really? Like, he scored 52 last night. What's a slump to him? I mean, it's only been five games. How many games How many games constitute a slump? I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, what else are we talking about? All right, well, since we have to teach people how to vote, uh, we have somebody that came to the Breakfast Club, Gerald A. Griggs. Now, he's the executive vice president of the NAACP, the Georgia chapter. He's also a civil rights attorney, and he stopped by here to talk about voter suppression, what's happening in Georgia right now, and here we go. Well, they have the exact match system, which basically says if your name does not match the names on your license, your birth certificate, any type of irregularities, your signature, you should not be able to wow, vote. Wow, so they can just say your signature doesn't match. Or let's say you have your middle initial on your ID, but it's not on your voter registration card. They can say that's not an exact match. Exactly. And so what people can do is check, make sure you have all your identifying information, your passport, your driver's license, and ask for a provisional ballot if they tell you that you cannot vote. Because you can vote mm -hmm. and then bring in the appropriate identification three days later to make sure your vote counts. But you can vote. Well, that's that's more so to avoid like voter suppression, though, right? Because the cast of ballot in different states well, is different yeah. everywhere. I'm it just saying, you know, it's important to make sure that you know what your options are too. If they try to tell you that you can't vote, correct, at that time, so we want to make sure that you actually are able to vote to even get in that booth to make it happen. All right. All right. Now, here's an article that came out on CNN, Dating While You Have an STD. I wanted to talk about this because we did have a topic the other day. Uh, a person called up for ASCII. They have herpes. And, and herpes ain't that bad. You just got to stop. But it is bad if you. It hasn't been marketed well. Well, one of the issues is how do I tell the person and when do I tell the person that I'm dating that I have this, right? That's really an issue. And dating, some people feel discouraged about dating because they know they have an STD and they know that it's something that is going to come up. Well, uh, CNN did this whole thing where they said that one in two sexually active Americans will contract an STD by the time that they turn 25. That's half of all Americans will have an STD wow. by the time they turn 25. I'm not saying which one it might be, oh, okay. but there I'm is happy. a stigma that's associated with having an STI that makes people believe they won't be able to date and that no one will want to have sex with them, but they do have some information for you on how you should handle that. Yes, Charlamagne? I'm happy to say I'm, that's a statistic I've never been a part of. I've never had an STD in my life. Yeah, I never my had an STD. Clean. Now, when should you tell a potential partner that you have an STD? Well, according to sex therapist Diane Gleam, she says when first dating someone, most 
people want to put their best foot forward and disclose information about themselves over time and as comfort, trust, and feelings develop. I understand that because on the first date, you don't want to blurt out that information, right? But, but if you date somebody and, and you tell them later on, isn't it like you're wasting time because nope, you don't want to do I, it? Nope. I don't got, I would, you don't have to tell me until we have sex. If we're about to have no, sex no. and we're about to get it in, then you let me know that you got an STD. That's going to be an awkward situation. Because if you're not, dating, you go on a date with somebody and it doesn't go anywhere, then what do you tell them for? So, Charlotte, how, how you going to tell somebody? Go ahead. Stop the music. What do you mean? Tell somebody. You're about to have sex and, and how does it go? It's not about it's not about having sex in that moment, stupid. I'm talking about if you know eventually you're gonna have sex with that person after a few dates, then you let them know. I'm not waiting till you all hot and heavy and you butt naked and you on top of the person. That's not the, that's not what I'm saying. What's very important is that you disclose your status as sexual activity becomes clearly imminent. So you have to at least tell them before sexual activity. Now, it's up to you, your level of comfort in telling somebody. If you don't want to say it on the first date, you shouldn't. But if you feel comfortable enough and you want to do that, that's your own discretion. But you do have to do that before there's any type of sexual activity. And also, be honest about your sexual health. Make sure you get tested and Mm -hmm. see if you have anything. That way, some things are curable and you can handle that. Now, they said once you do tell a potential partner about your STD status, then you have to make sure you give that person space. Let them take a day or two to circle back with questions and try your best not to take their response personally. So they also have websites that you can go on to like PositiveSingles.com and DatingPositives.com. PositiveSingles.com? PositiveSingles.com and DatingPositives.com. I mean, the only ones... Mm -hmm. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm saying the only diseases you should really tell your partner about, this is just Charlamagne the God talking, please remember I'm a brilliant idiot, is the ones that aren't curable. Well, if because you have if one I at th- that time, you should definitely yeah, tell, tell them. them. No, yes. no, I'm going to tell you why. Because if I got chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, or anything else that eventually will be cured, I'm just going to date you and stall you out till it's gone. Nah. It's gonna start you out to the drip gone. Well, yeah. Well, if you right. don't have an STD and you're about to have sex, of course, uh, you know, you, if you have an STD, right, and you're not having sex, then I, I would say that there's no chance of you passing that on. That's fine. But if you do have one and you are about to have sex, of course, no matter what, you have to say something. So. You're not, if you're a man and you got chlamydia and you know you got chlamydia and you're sleeping with a woman, then you're wrong. You got to act like your period's on. Okay. Now, there's another sex educator. Um, Laureen said that she did an experiment. She went on Tinder for a month. The only thing in her bio said, I have genital herpes. Swipe right only if you're cool with it. She thought no one was actually going to hit her up, but she said that people were very appreciative of how upfront she was about that information and that people were actually down to meet up and get to know each other better. See, y'all not really thinking about this, right? See, the way you got to think about it is this, right? You're saying half of Americans will have an STD, correct? Yes. Yeah, by the time they turn 25. So what we need to do as the Breakfast Club is we need to, like, buy TinderPositive.com, ChristianMinglePositive.com. Like, we need to start buying those sites. We can make a fortune. Man, shut up. Why this do you talk? you're thinking about? You want to actually why? profit off of people's no, but we can, like, why do you? Why do you even open your mouth? And we can help people. I mean, this isn't flipping houses Man, here. shut up. <laughs> Worry about your own You want to flip these STDs? I ain't got no goals lost, but all right. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's oh your front God. page news. All right. I am all for putting some money up for the uh, rebranding of herpes, though. Herpes needs oh, a rebrand. Oh, no, re- now re- you want to rebrand. Now you want to do me. No, I just think herpes needs a rebrand. I no, think that herpes gets a bad re-brand. rap because herpes is actually a skin disease. It's not a... I don't know. I'm no, I don't know what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be sexually transmitted. It's skin-to-skin contact. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. It's a All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you for that front page news. Now, when we come back... Jimmy Fallon will be joining us. We'll kick with Jimmy Fallon. Yes. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
everybody? It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. A Breakfast Club first timer. That's right, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy oh! Fallon is here. Hey! Are you clapping for yourself Thank already? You for no, it wasn't me clapping. It's the fun of radio. Have you had breakfast yet? We know you're a late night host. So yeah, you, no, I haven't had breakfast yet. But I've, I've been up early though. I have two kids, and oh, and so they're four and five, and that's when they wake up. You do regular daddy stuff, like yeah. I okay. get up. I mean, they wake me up now. They come into bed. They're old enough to walk in the bedroom now and, and wake you up, which mm -hmm. is cute. But it's also like they don't care that daddy has a job. Are you or... a crazy dad? Like go to the games, yell, scream. I know. I'm gonna. I think it's that's. The, I don't want to be that guy, but I think that's where everyone's ending up. Like mm -hmm. I barely. My dad came to maybe two of my little league games. Two. <laughs> Just, well, maybe I say maybe four of them. But I mean, I was bad. Did that affect you as you got older, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really? Maybe. Who, I, I, I didn't expect to cry this early. <laughs> so you don't yeah. ever just stay up all night and do all the dad stuff? No, it was hilarious. You know, we had Post Malone on the show a couple Boo. weeks ago. And oh, he, stop it. Really like Post Malone. Oh, he's fantastic. He's trash. Someone oh, came up to me at Powerhouse and was fantastic. like, can you leave Post Malone alone? I like Post Malone. Oh, he's great. So we did this whole bit because he wanted to go to Olive Garden. He goes to Olive Garden after all his big things, and I've never been to the Olive Garden. Love the really? bread. You've never been to the Olive Garden? No, ever. And I life. live in New York City. Olive why would I go right to right there in Times Square? Why would I go to a fake Italian <laughs> restaurant when there's always oh, real? Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Right. That's true. Right. They had Absolutely. the unlimited salad. I don't know how they make money. First of all, Olive Garden. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I went in. They go. If I took an escalator up to my table. Mm -hmm. That's how big Olive Garden is. I never went to a restaurant where you yeah. take an escalator right. in the restaurant. I go in. They go. Here you go, these breadsticks, uh, mm -hmm. unlimited breadsticks, I go, and they're free. And I go, okay. So I had them. They are delicious. It was great. And yeah. then I go, here's some salad, unlimited salad. Eat as much as you want. It's free. I go, okay. I mean, what's the business model here? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not excited yet either. I don't, yeah, I like, what? They go, would you like some wine? I go, I don't, sure. I guess unlimited so. Unlimited free? They go, if you want to try some, the samples are free. So at this point, I've had breadsticks, salad, and like three tastes of wine, and I didn't pay for anything. So I go, how do I pay for something in this? crazy restaurant then i go we get a, the, the entree or whatever it was good and then i went inside and i joked around i said hey it's my friend's birthday uh even though it wasn't post birthday but i was like can you get him a cake or something they go we can because uh, and actually it's complimentary because it's someone's birthday I go really how do i pay for stuff in this place <laughs> wow. they didn't know that it was jimmy fallon and post malone they did we filmed it but that, okay but i they didn't know it wasn't his so maybe birthday. they just gave it to you guys free because you guys were filming i guess you pay for the entrees and the appetizer? But you were full after that. You were full and twisted, so you didn't and know And you do, do pay else. for the salad. It's just unlimited. Like, you pay oh, is that for what the it unlimited. I didn't understand. We got unlimited price. Remy here. You want some? What? No, <laughs> yeah, unlimited You want some cognac? <laughs> no, no. Early. no sure. I already had some before, right before I came out. <laughs> we heard, Jimmy, Jimmy. I know, they I just, say you got a drinking problem, I Jimmy. Do. So if, if you heard that, why it is you a problem. I don't know. What's wrong with this guy? It is a problem. Is it true? No. Oh, okay. I can't drink and do what I do, man. I That night, when I left with Post... We finished taping at probably 10.30. He's drinking beer. He, he wants to go. He goes, where are we going now? I'm like, Grandpa's going to bed. <laughs> like, I, can't go, I can't go out, man. And he goes, come on. I thought we were going to go out and, like, let's get smashed. I go, oh, gosh. I, that's the old me. I can't even do it. He's like, come on. You're Irish. Where's, like, where's the pub? That, that peer pressure, boy. And I go, yeah. Then the Irish in me, I'm like, that's right. Maybe I should go out. I should have a place. Then I'm like, every place I used to go to is probably closed. I like, I don't like even where? Know. I'll tell you if it's still open, because I'd probably still go. Oh, God. I mean, Don Hills? That's closed. 
that uh, was in um, Tribeca, Soho area. Yeah. I, used to, I used to do parties there. Okay. Really? Yeah. To, yeah, that was like a cool... That's like hilarious. A, a, like a dance club we used to go to. Again, this is old. Can you dance well? No, I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm just going direct. Just, yeah, this is, this is hey, 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 go Jamie. Go Jamie. Go Jamie. That's how bad I am. That's me when it's good. I couldn't... You know, I went to see Justin Timberlake show and when he... He started his tour. Salute to JT. <coughs> That's a great guy. He's all right. So yeah, cool. Yeah. No, I like there's JT. There's no booze. All right, you yeah, like no, no, you no, one no, for no, one. Right? No all right, one for JT. one. That's good. I'll bat five hundred. Oh yeah, one for two. Sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, so he, he has he goes. I'm doing the show at Madison Square Garden. I go great. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. So I go there and it's like he got me some VIP ticket mm -hmm. where I guess the whole bottom floor is a nightclub. So I go to this thing again. I'm 44 years old, mm -hmm. 45 years old. That's a blessing, man. 45 know, years young. That's what you'd applaud. No. People getting way. killed out here every day. They're dying every day. 45 is a blessing. Age I understand blessing. that, but 45 year old in a club is bad. That's stupid. That is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I go, what is this? They go, I go, do I dance? So what do I do? They go, do you want to drink? I go, I don't want to drink. I don't want to, because then people are going to YouTube it and they go, oh, he's got a drinking problem. They go, all right. So I go, so I start dancing and it's me like. Dance. Go Jimmy. And go Jimmy. So go Jimmy. I, go, I don't want anyone YouTubing this. So I go, I'm not going to dance. So I go, I'm just going to stand there. And then they go, that's going to be YouTube. Because they're like, Jimmy Fallon hates Justin Timberlake music. So they go, oh, you know what? Then give me a drink. Then someone else gives me another drink. Now I do have a drinking problem. I have two beers. So I go, dude, someone take a beer. And then, Justin, get me a seat so I can just sit in the chair and clap for you. And I, I can't be dancing around in, in a nightclub. Jimmy, for the record, you might as well drink because you look drunk when you dance anyway. All right? <laughs> so you might as well. At this point, I might as well. That's usually my move at a wedding or something. I'll just go like, yeah, this is good. It's a good song. And then I'll just back into the bar and just get a, get a beer, get it's a shot. It's funny because you just can't win. You can't just stand there because that's wrong. And then you can't dance because you're embarrassed. It so exactly. what are you so, supposed to do? I don't know, man. I, was, I felt so awkward there. So I'm, and, I'm, and it's my friend. So I'm looking at him going like screaming and clapping right. for him because he's great. But uh, I, I just put me in a chair next time. Now you really look old then. <laughs> now you're the old person who got to sit the whole show. Right? <laughs> I should get a cane. Give me a chair and a cane and have me just sit down and be real old, like uh, reading glasses and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, that was, uh, I'm trying to think. Don Hills is a fun place. Um, Man. Where is it to go now? Like for you know, as we get older, what do we do? We just go to restaurants. He has kids now. Jimmy, you you're rich. You have your own house. You can build a bar at the crib. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't go out anymore when you when you reach this thing. You don't. Drinking at home makes it seem like you have a problem. I feel like I no, feel it like doesn't. we drink socially, like when we go out with people. But like at home, was it by yourself? Drinking by yourself is sad. I don't drink at home. I don't drink at home. You get home, get wasted. Go home, drink a glass of yak while you watching some Netflix or something. No. Mind your business. <laughs> watching a Hallmark a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> Half a watch bottle a of wine. Yeah, watch a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Yelling at the that? TV, crying. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Is it hard to have to deal with your image, the perception when you see? headlines like oh he's got a drinking problem so now you're just out you want to have one drink to have a good time but you're afraid to is that yeah, pressure yeah it's not really i mean i, I no i don't because i'm not that guy it's just mm -hmm. like i i think the, the that stuff came from like old stories and you know things get resurfaced everyone's got a book coming out or something like that and so i think <laughs> you know it works like that so i i think when i see those things it's like no i can't mm -hmm. I, I can't have a drinking problem well, how, how do you deal with social media because everybody's always going at you about it oh yeah is I, it easy no, it's tough. I mean, I I hope my kids out uh, outlive this uh, social media thing. I don't think it's the, the greatest thing. I hate it. But it could I, be I think worse. If I, did, if I didn't have to promote my show, I wouldn't be on it. All right, we have more with Jimmy Fallon. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Jimmy Fallon in the building. Charlemagne, are you, you still having fun doing the Tonight Show? Love it. It's perfect for someone with ADD. Because <laughs> this is like <laughs> every, every day, is day different. it's completely different, and it's like the most exciting stuff. And like this week alone, we have uh, well, tonight we have Tyler Perry and Kiss. Salute to Tyler wow. Perry. Like, when do you see those guys together? That's a random ma- mashup. <laughs> it's perfect. That's what our show should be, man. It should be like your brain should be like, what? That was just, it should be like food for your brain where you're like, that was so different and cool. We have uh, Timberlake is coming on Thursday. My do you have real ADD? Or that, did, no, I don't been, think so. I haven't been, okay. I haven't been uh, diagnosed. Yes. I haven't talked because I just don't want to know. <laughs> that's I, how no. I feel about STD results. Yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Jeez, I just, I'd rather just live my life. Yeah, I don't want to know. Guys, if you wink if it's bad, it's real bad. Guys, if you listen, wink if it's bad. Wink at me if it's real bad. I just don't. Should I tell the wife? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you don't blink, then you tell me all your mind. Just look at me. If it looks bad, I'm just gonna say we didn't talk. That's how guys do it. If you have something, then they know they have something. Other than that, it doesn't matter. I go, yeah, no, yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't. So, so happy to be married. It's Me just, too. It's just great. Me three, right? Now, my, my kids love you, and not because of the show, because you got the coolest roller coaster in Disney. Like I was you got a roller coaster. Yes, yeah, he has his own ride in Disney. Uh, it's a Universal. And it's, yeah, in Universal, and it's dope. It's dope. Like you, you sit in the thing. He has like the whole scene. I've been to Universal a couple of times. I don't remember Jimmy Fallon, right? Yeah. Dude, yes, check this ride. out. So, so we got the deals. NBC. I signed up for late night. Uh, NBC Universal. So in my head, I go. Universal, Universal Studios, I should have my own roller coaster. That's dope. Wow. So then I go, can I talk to any of these roller coaster people? And they go, uh, sure. So they set me up with this, uh, uh, Mark Woodbury, this guy who's a, he does all the roller coasters for Universal. I pitch him this idea. I go, it's kind of like, do you, ever do you ever do that game, uh, that ride Soren in Disneyland? Mm-mm. I did it, yeah. You're on a hang glider? Yep, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's unbelievable. It's a great ride. Yep. It's, it's a simulator. On the go, wires. Hanging on the wires? No, no, no. You, you, you sit in the it, thing. It's, it's a simulator. Feels like it feels like you're on a hang glider over the orange groves and stuff. It's cool. I go, it's like that, except you're going through New York City and you're racing in a car against me. Mm-hmm. So they go, that's great. Uh, no. <laughs> Who are you? And good luck with your show, <laughs> Jeremy. And uh, I go, it's Jimmy. Uh, and they go, well, whatever. Good luck. I know you're replacing Conan O'Brien. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know who I am. So anyways, years cut to years later, the show goes well. We get to Tonight Show. They call me. And they go, do you remember pitching us this roller coaster ride? I go, yes, I have my, I have my paper right here. You know, go, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we worked on it with the, uh, my writers for like three years. Filmed the thing. It's a giant, giant simulation. It's dope. Simulator ride. Mm-hmm. It is rad. What's it called? It's called Race Through New York. Okay. And Dude, even I'm going to be honest with you. You sound kind of difficult. I'm going to tell you why. You asked them to move the show to New York, and you asked for your own roller coaster? <laughs> and they're like, what the f***? Who is this guy? How high maintenance is this guy? I High maintenance. I want my own ice cream. I want all this stuff, man. Kids loved it. I'm glad they dug it, man. Do you, do you do a lot of things that revolve around hip-hop culture? Do you have an actual love for hip-hop, or are you just appropriating? Uh, <laughs> You're a culture vulture, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm a culture vulture. I do. Uh, I, I do. I do like. Uh, I like everything. I'm a pop culture fanatic. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, growing up, I, I, I was in those '80s days. So for me, it was Beastie Boys, Run DMC, Ella Cool J. I, I love hearing different stuff. And now and then, the Roots will tell me about some group or some band I've never heard of, and I'll bring up a band that the Roots have never heard of. Mm-hmm. It's good to kind of challenge each other. Like, oh, that was great. Oh, you that, that, that was a very edgy move for you. All yeah. black hip hop. Great move, man. by the way. Did you have to convince people? 
Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that easy. It was interesting. It's like because uh, what happened was uh, probably the deal breaker for them white corporate executives. Nope, roller coaster fine. Okay, move to New York fine. All Ice black men, hell no. Not. I would have think get out of my office. I would think it'd be harder you to get the roots to, to stop touring. I would have thought that would have been harder to get them to actually commit. What happened was my friend Neil Brennan, who produced Chappelle's show. We love Neil. You got another one. Oh, really? That's our guy. All right, here we go. Oh, really? Good. Yep. All right, so now I'm like three for five. No booing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no booing there. Uh, so he, I was talking to Neil about producing, mm-hmm. and he goes, I, I really want to get into stand-up. I want to focus on my stand-up now. He goes, I go, okay. He goes, who's the band going to be? And I go, I don't know. But you need a good band because I'm following uh, uh, Max Weinberg, and you know, and that which is a fantastic band. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, he goes, you should ask the Roots. I go, you think the Roots would be my house band? He goes. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying you should ask them because they know a lot of people. And they go, <laughs> put together, and they put together a bag. Oh, no, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. know. They wouldn't, hell no. They'd never do your show. Uh, so I go, but then I said, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? They say, no. So I, I called their manager and I, I asked them, and I didn't hear back from them for like three weeks because mm-hmm. they were on tour. They were in Paris. Mm-hmm. So then um, uh, I heard back the manager, uh, Richard, called me up and said, well, let's have a meeting like in your office and we'll talk about what this idea is. I go, That'd be great. Perfect. Thanks so much. I hung up. I do not have an office. I have a cubicle. <laughs> so I'm like, I need an office. So I called Lauren Michaels and I said, uh, I want to have this meeting with the Roots. I think they're thinking about it. I need an office. So I borrowed Lauren's office. Mm-hmm. So I went in his office, which is really nice. It looks out on the Saturday Night Live stage. It looks like I know what I'm doing. And so uh, I had uh, their manager, uh, Questlove, uh, Tariq, and uh, my producer. Mm-hmm. And we had a meeting and I, I said, look, Two things. One, if you do this, you'll be the best band in the history of TV. Number two, you we're real close to Philly. We're trained right away. I know you guys are from <laughs> Philly, and you could train right there. I mean, you raise your kids there, whatever you want to do, and that's, I think, that's my reason. And Questlove said, all right, I, I want to ask you two questions. He goes, one is, if we have, like, a jazz uh, group or some a jazz, someone from that can't normally get booked on a show, can we have them on sit in with the band? Nice. Like, if Herbie Hancock or something, I go... Herbie Hancock. I mean, that's yeah, huge. Right. Yeah. Dude, if he wants to be in the band, <laughs> Herbie Hancock, in fact, let me call Herbie Hancock in case you guys say no. He goes, can, can we have them on and support? I go, absolutely. He goes, number two, if this is Lorne Michaels' office, where's the popcorn? Which is a great question because it's a comedy nerd question. Like, only comedy nerds know that Lorne has a thing of basket of popcorn in his office. Mm-hmm. Like, every sketch is on Saturday Night Live where you see that. Uh, so that was kind of an amazing thing for me. I was like, <laughs> I, I think we get along with this guy. All right, when we come back, we got more with Jimmy Fallon. We got to talk about that time he played in Trump's hair. Y'all remember that? We'll talk to him about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Jimmy Fallon in the building. We've seen you play in Trump's hair. Yes. <laughs> He's like, please don't. flack for that. I did, yeah, Why? yeah. Why? I, you know, people thought I was, uh, you know, siding with his politics. Trying I to guess. humanize him, making, yeah. making, making him out to be... I was just touching his joke. hair, just to see if his hair is real. Is it real? Yeah, it's real. No, it's not. Can I no, touch yours to see if it's real? Yeah. Are you sure? I don't think that his hair hey. is real. <laughs> Why it is real, right? Dad? I just want to see if I'm going to get backlash for playing his hair. No, they probably won't. I ain't going to get backlash for rubbing my hair. Uh, he's been on the show a bunch of times because he was a big reality star on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I've known him for a long time, so I, we've always asked him to touch his hair. I used to do a bit where I touch his hair and it would bark at me. <laughs> I like touch it like. <laughs> then he came on that night and they said, "Yeah." He said, "You can you can mess his hair up." So I go, "Okay." And so I just did it to see if it was real and give him a good a good mess. Do you regret voting for Trump? <laughs> 
I did, I did not vote. <laughs> Thank you. Nice try. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I do regret it. It's really sad. Uh, no, I'm, a, no, I'm a New Yorker, man, all the way. I don't think anyone, everyone's just bummed out that day. Mm-hmm. I read in Rolling Stone that you don't pay attention to ratings. Is, is that true? I have started to now, but I wasn't. I never did. I never cared about ratings. Uh, but everyone always brings it up to me now, so mm-hmm. I have so to know what I'm talking So now I go, what are they talking about? What's the thing? I just don't really understand it because uh, it's just not my thing. I just do the best job I can. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't change for anybody. I don't do a bad job. I, I, I try to do the best job I can, so that's all I can do. I can't affect the ratings. You but. look like you had a great time with Tiffany Haddish. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> who, who, is the, who is that person? I've never met anyone <laughs> in my life like Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. She's got energy. Mm-hmm. I mean, she makes me tired. And I got a lot of energy. She's a spirit. She is great. She's Tiffany all the time. Really? Yes. You've known her for a That's while? That's a great friend of mine. She, really? Yes. She was a hype man for... For Jewish parties. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. I said Jewish parties. Bar mitzvahs. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in that category. It's in that category. Yeah, it's, it's in the category. Jewish parties. It's one. It's one of, one of the many Jewish parties. A black party. Yeah. <laughs> a black party. Yes. So you're she, looking for a new executive producer now? Or did you find somebody? Uh, we have a new showrunner coming in. Uh, his name is Jim Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from the Olympics and uh, Today Show. He's good. But, you know, we switch it up all the time. It's like change is good. You know, mm-hmm. just fresh ideas, a different set of eyeballs looking at it going, oh, do you ever think of that? It's like it's, it's good to have that every now and then. Gotcha. The Tonight, the Tonight Show took a rating. Say, do you think it's because politics wasn't necessarily your strong suit? And it fits Colbert better? Yeah, maybe. I mean, people want to, they're just, people are obsessed with politics right now mm-hmm. and, and taking a side. And uh, so maybe that's the thing. I mean, also, it, this ratings thing for me, I was like, I, to be really honest, I, I don't think the numbers in general are good. In, in general, at late night. I for think, everybody? For everybody. Gotcha. For TV. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's, so if you really want to talk about ratings, it's like, it's just not good all around. So that is, it's so our households have taken a hit. Mm-hmm. But the 18 to 49 or 18 to 35 young people were still number one but that's again that's if you want to get in, involved with the ratings I, I wouldn't if I was if I gave advice to anyone I'd say don't listen to ratings but I have to know what I'm talking about because people keep asking me about it so I'm like I don't know and they're like oh really you don't know about the ratings and I go I really don't but if I if I'm that bad someone from NBC will fire me you know why I hate <laughs> ratings I hate ratings because they never tell you about them unless they're bad that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? We've been doing this show for eight years. That is they the only thing. tell us about them when, when they're bad, down. When they're down. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think there are no late night, uh, no black late night hosts on TV? Are women? You got Samantha B. You have uh, Chelsea. Oh, well, Chelsea's gone. I mean, I'm like on network though. Mm. What was the last one? Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Magic no. and maybe Joan Rivers. Oh, Magic had Magic one. Had one. No. Remember Magic had oh, one? Do I love that? I love Sheila E. Was the musical. Uh, oh, I love mm-hmm. Are you ready for yeah. Magic? Yeah. A, I love that song. Didn't last too long though. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> it was, turns out that's not what he does best. No, he was trash. <laughs> uh, I wonder. I don't know why. This, I mean, Byron Allen does he count? No. Byron's rich though, by the way. Dude, Byron Allen Byron, bought the, the Weather, weather Channel. channel. Yeah. Bought it. Yes. He said, I'll take the channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like he got a show on the Weather <laughs> Channel. Whatever he bought the Weather Channel. <laughs> I'm like, go Byron Allen from real people. I appreciate the fact you didn't try to just make up some bull politically correct why. answer. He's like, I don't know. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Who's your favorite person to make fun of? Donald Trump or Kanye West, if you had to pick two. Right, Joe? <laughs> uh, I don't really make fun of Kanye that much. <laughs> Trump, I mean, I, 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 I do an impression of him, so... It's kind of, you know, but it's, again, it's a touchy thing. You know? I, if it's a clever way to do it, that's then I'll do it. Like, we, we're doing a thing where it's just him trying to rally, uh, trying to go to all these rallies. So it was, I did him and put on the wig and makeup, which is funny because when he'd come on our show, he would do his own makeup. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. So he'd put that orange stuff on his face. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Swear to God, dude. <laughs> no, I swear to God, he would do it himself. You, when he would leave, it'd just be an empty bag of Cheetos and a, and a, and a brush. No, he uh, he just mis mispronouncing the words and just saying like you uh, know shirt. because uh, I think his dentures keep falling out. Uh, but it was like uh, the the erections are coming, and it's very impotent to you know whatever, uh, and just mess with stuff like that. But I. Uh, so we do sketches like that, and it's, it's funny. And, you you know, said it's a touchy subject? Why? You don't want to, like, offend his base? Or? No, well, it's, yeah, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want anyone to feel bad. Oh, uh, it's impossible task, Has Jimmy. he tweeted know, you right? about anything, ever? Yeah, well, yeah, he told me to be a man or something. What? <laughs> I don't know, man, the guy just Will can't. Were you a boy that day or something? <laughs> I think he was, he was hearing some in old interview or something that where I said that I, I was embarrassed to have him on or something like that, or... And he's like that. I was I was afraid that I was humanizing. Him. He said, "Jimmy, be a man," wow. something like that, which is interesting because normally when you when you think the president tweets you, you're like, oh, "I want to frame it. This is the coolest thing. I can't believe. What do you say about me? Why you be a man?" I go, "Oh God, dude." Go, I hate dude. to say it, but he kind of got a point. Uh -oh. He doesn't make points often. I'm what just saying because you can't please everybody, Jimmy. You're gonna drive yourself crazy if you try to please everyone. You're gonna <laughs> offend some people sometimes. I know, but it's like I, I I I I that wasn't the point. I think he was he was he didn't hear the interview. I didn't. I didn't apologize for having him on. Oh, okay. I apologize for anyone that was offended that I, they think I support his politics. Okay, so you were being a man. I was, but definitely a man. <laughs> oh, I had my shirt off. That sounded a little. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I was lifting. I was lifting dumbbells. I was lifting weights while I said it. I mean, I was so manly. I was like, I was chewing tobacco. I mean, it was really. No, that's manly. I was really manly. Manly is nothing. Chewing we don't even know what the definition of manly disgusting. is anymore. We don't. We don't subscribe to that. Anymore. I'm such a man. Well, Jimmy, gotta go. Okay, okay go. Do, what's your Who's your favorite late night host on TV? I want to ask you that. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that is perfect. Sense. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I mean, they all do good stuff. I don't know. They, I like. I like. Kimmel's a good guy. Uh, Colbert. Oh, Jimmy, stop. Okay, you about to name everybody to try to please everyone? No, we're not doing that. No, okay, well, I don't watch. I don't watch it. Okay, gotcha. Right. <laughs> is that a better answer? Yeah. <laughs> is that a better answer? I don't know what to say. I, I don't. Byron I, Allen. Byron Allen is my favorite. <laughs> He's my favorite late night talk show. That's my dude right there, man. Well, it's Jimmy Fallon. Thank you for joining us. Come on, Breakfast Club. This it's, is awesome. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Mac Miller. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, the Mac Miller tribute concert will be live streamed, and that's going to happen around the world. This goes down Halloween night. So the musician's family said that the Celebration of Life benefit concert, which features Chance the Rapper, SZA, Tri Travis Scott, Anderson Pack, and Vince Staples, will be available for everybody to watch globally. So there's been all kinds of fraudulent memorial events all after Mac Miller's passing, but this is the official one. This is the only event that's sanctioned by his family and contributing to the Mac Miller Circles Fund. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Definitely rest in peace. All right, now we uh, we told you about Powerhouse and Takashi Six Nine was at Powerhouse. He was a surprise guest. Only thing is, he was actually supposed to be at Howard University's homecoming weekend. They say that they lost about three hundred thousand oh dollars after giving refunds to over three thousand people. He canceled thirty five minutes before the doors opened. Why? He was performing oh. at Powerhouse in New Jersey. Why did he cancel? Because he was in New Jersey. Huh? 
So you mean to tell me Takashi six nine turned down to three? How much? Ba- how much was the bag? But promoters I don't know how much the bag was. They, they said they lost, lost three hundred. Yeah, I'm sure the bag was probably was like paid, fifty to seventy. He was paid sixty thousand in advance, according to sources. And why would you turn down that bag to come do Powerhouse? Well, you know Powerhouse is pretty big. It's our station. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest <laughs> stations in the country. Listen, it's the biggest station in New York. You yeah, know. if I let me tell you something. Well, you lucky I didn't have a sixty thousand dollar bag on the line that night. I bet you I wouldn't have been at Powerhouse. Well, maybe for Takashi six nine, that's not even a lot of money for him. Yeah, this Man, is his home. You know, he wanted to get on stage. He's been banned from certain buildings. You know, it's probably the biggest concert of the year. So, yeah, he wanted uh, to do it. I don't know. That sounds like he's it not prioritizing his, his life birthday. right. Yeah, it's Ben King's birthday, you know. All right. Now. That's we, a 30-minute flight on a PJ, by the way. We got some more of Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. We didn't play oh, everything God. earlier. Oh, but um, listen, I'm just trying to give you all the information on what happened. Now, Nicki Minaj uh, was accused of leaking people's phone numbers. Cardi B's sister, Hennessy, said that she did leak her phone number. Here is what Nicki had to say. My fans always say, if y'all leave Nicki alone, we won't have to say. But you can't lie on me. Leaking numbers. I was doing a photo shoot. I didn't even know what was happening. Somebody hit my phone. I'm like, what's going on? Leaking numbers? What type of bird you talking about, bitch? Whoa. Whoa. All right, well, Cardi responded. That was a strong bitch, boy. That was a strong one. To these, uh, the leaking numbers and what Nikki had to say about that. Here's what Cardi said. How come my phone number got leaked one hour after the altercation at the Harper's Bazaar party? Tell me how Mariah Lynn number got leaked when, you know, that whole Gwyneth situation was happening. And Raleigh used to have her number. Jason Lee's phone number just got leaked recently. And who had his number? Raleigh. How come everybody that y'all have issues with, their numbers got leaked? My sister just got into an argument with Raleigh, right? Well, how come my sister number haven't gotten leaked? Because y'all don't have it. All I right. think Cardi would make a great defense attorney. <laughs> she got all <laughs> kinds of evidence. She's got rebuttals. All right, now here's what Nikki has to say about Cardi stopping her bags. You told me that my verse on the 21 Savage London, uh, London on the track offset record was about you. I called my engineer. I said, hey, can you tell her when I recorded this verse? She wasn't popping yet. I didn't know anything about her. So offset and 21 Savage didn't do that London on the track record. It was clear that she wanted to turn them against me, and she succeeded. The Crippy Kush record, she wanted to get on that record. I ended up getting on it. And if you notice, it went from being 21 Savage to Travis Scott on it. He wasn't allowed because he was on her single. So now, mind you, I could have said, you stopped my bag twice with two videos. They asked me, am I okay with putting Travis Scott on the Crippy Kush remix? And I said, sure. Well, defense attorney Cardi B had this to say about these allegations. Now you're trying to say that I'm trying to stop your bag because 21 Savage didn't do a music video with you. Sis, I'm not even that close to that man. So how can I have that power to um, that man to tell him, hey, don't do this music video that you're getting paid for for me. That song, that No Flag song, that they didn't do the music video with you, 21 and Offset, the song wasn't doing good. So why would they waste their time? Sheesh. <sighs> Here's the thing, man. Uh, you know, this is why you shouldn't argue with fools. AKA go back and forth with these niggas because people from a distance can't tell who's who. I don't know who's who in this situation. I they like I don't know what's going on right now. I've been confused. To be totally honest with I'm, you. Glad, I'm, I'm so just confused. Glad they stopped. I, I I don't have they stopped? Well, Nicki Minaj, the last yes. thing she said was they she wants to focus on positive things only from here on out. And Cardi B said, All right, then let's keep it positive and keep it pushing after hours of this back and forth. I think somebody got on the phone and spoke to both of them. 
I don't think it just ended like that. I'm just mad that neither one of them said go vote at all during all of those rants. Not one of them uttered a go vote. When you got all those people's attention like that, just say go vote. Everybody remember that for the next five, six days, however long it is, when the vote, no, November 6th when your uh, elections are. Everybody, when you get into any type of Twitter beef and you're going back and forth with somebody, just throw in a go vote on November 6th for or, the people All right, watching maybe we should back. start a Twitter beef and then throw that in there. No. I ain't had a beef in a minute. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Okay. Thank you, Miss Yee. Somebody just asked me on Twitter, does, does Charlemagne really like you, MV? Oh, start the beef now. I said, no. Stop the music. I said, he loved me. That's a fact. He mm-hmm. does. I don't like none of y'all, to be totally honest. That's, that's, not, a, that's, not, a, that's not a secret. He loved me. Who you giving that donkey him. to, though? You know, uh, I think we need to do a little breakfast club court next hour, because... Mm-hmm. Um, We've, we're divided in the room on this. Uh, I saw people divided on social media on this yesterday, but uh, Hillary Clinton needs to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, we'd like to have a word with her, but we also need to go to Breakfast Club Court to see if this is hee-haw worthy. Okay. Yes. Right, we'll do that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. You are <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They chose you. Yes. The breakfast club, bitches. <laughs> Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, uh, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, October 30th may or may not go to Hillary Clinton. Now, yesterday, while everyone was caught up in Nikki Cardi Gate, uh, Hillary Clinton made some comments that people are either not aware of, don't care about, or finally, for whatever reason, when it comes to this particular situation, this era all of a sudden understands context, okay? I think context is key for everything, but in this social media era, everything seems to be out of context. Life is out of context. Or even when things are in context, people take things out of context to create the narrative they want to create. Now, I like Hillary Clinton. In fact, I really think we dropped the ball in 2016 by not getting her into the White House. Uh, that's an understatement because I really feel black people as a whole would have benefited from her being president because I think she really wanted to right the wrongs of her husband's uh, 94 crime bill. When, when you looked at Hillary's circle in 2016, we all saw it. Uh, Ye saw it. Envy saw it. It was all Black women, majority black women. And I think she would be the type of president that everyone could hold accountable, uh, not just a president for a particular base, but a president for all people. That's just my opinion, okay? Black people, for the most part, love the Clintons. And for the most part, the Clintons seem to love black people. They are good white allies, right? Am I mistaken in saying that? Huh? In some ways, probably. Okay. The, the, the white friends at the, at the cookout, right? Uh, I guess. The problem sometimes with your white friend is that they might get a little too comfortable. You know, you be, you know, around your white friend and they singing a rap song. And if the N-word is in the lyric, they may let it fly and you got to check them. Okay, that's usually how it is when you got a cool white friend. Great person, not a racist, but sometimes they get too comfortable. And they end up doing the same things that have said around another black person who is not their friend. It could and would absolutely offend Okay, same way you have to check on your strong strong friend, you may also have to check your white friend. Now, the evidence I'm about to play, y'all, will be brought up in Breakfast Club Court because that is where we are taking this situation because I need to know if Hillary Clinton deserves donkey of the day for this joke that she made. And I put air quotation marks around joke. Now, Hillary was being interviewed by Kara Swisher for Recode, and Kara Swisher got two U.S. congressmen confused. These two congressmen were Cory Booker and Eric Holder. 
Listen to how Hillary responded. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free. Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they don't. Whoa. Oh, well done. Whoa. Okay, no, 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 no. Let's play that clip one more time for the people in the back. Wow. You may not have heard it because they're still looking at Cardi B videos on Instagram. Play it again. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free. Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they that don't. <laughs> oh, well done. Wow. Now, now, donkey today does not discriminate. We all have our biases. I attempt to be as self-aware as possible in order to check mine. We all know that if anyone on the right had made that same joke... Nobody would care about the context. There would be no excuses, okay? There would be no excuses made if Ivanka Trump, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Megyn Kelly, or anyone else on the right had made that exact same joke in the exact same context. You all would have been on their ass posting video after video the way Cardi did Nikki yesterday. Now, do I think Hillary Clinton is racist? No. Do I think that remark was racist? Nah, no. Do I think it's a matter of a white ally getting too comfortable? Hell yes. Because when I see her up there kicking with Kara Swisser, I know she has made jokes like that before and she makes them around other white people. The timing was too impeccable. When was Hillary Clinton ever known for her comedic timing? When, when has she ever shown comedic timing? See, that was a glimpse into the real her. Just like when she was on The Breakfast Club, she gave a glimpse into the real her. Now, I don't have a problem with honesty. Remember when she was on The Breakfast Club and she was very honest when I brought up the fact, uh, when, when ye brought up the fact about her keeping hot sauce in her bag and you know she's uh, i said to her this is one of those times they will say she's pandering to black people remember that let me refresh your memory what's something that you always carry with you hot this sauce really you yeah yeah hot sauce really yes now yes. listen i just want you to know people are going to see this and say okay she's pandering to black people <laughs> <laughs> okay is it working is it working mm. See, Hillary's not dumb. She's aware of what she's doing. So just like Megyn Kelly last week, uh, who was aware, I'm sure, uh, Hillary is a white woman of a certain age. She had to know even in sarcasm and in jest that joke about all black people looking alike wouldn't fly. Now, I'm just being an equal opportunity hee-haw distributor. I don't care about left, right, up, down, select, start, A or B. All I care about is giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. Dr. Phil was here just yesterday, and what did he say? The last thing I say before I walk on stage, I close my eyes and say, do not walk out there and say something stupid. Do not walk out there and say something stupid. I feel like Hillary said something stupid. Now, some people feel like she didn't. The people who feel like she didn't, I think it's Democratic bias. Or we're turning a blind eye because it's Hillary Clinton. Because based on the firestorm, I know it would have been if someone on the right had said this. Play it again one more time. Just one more time. Play the clip. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free to Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political? Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, well done. I think she should get a hee-haw simply because you can't let your white friend get that comfortable. But let's discuss. Hit the Breakfast Club Court music, damn it. All right, 800-585-1051. We're talking mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton this morning, all right? We need you to call yes. in right now. Now, are we turning a blind eye? Democratic bias. Is this democratic bias? Is this and when you say we, who do you mean? Because I see a lot of people going in on her 
A lot of Republicans, a lot of people are saying that she's a racist now. She's despicable. If Megyn Kelly would have said that uh, simply because she said she didn't understand blackface. Yeah, but that's the Republicans calling out the bias of the Democrats because Democrats seem to be turning a blind eye to those comments. All right. And when I played it in the room this morning, people were saying, oh, she's just being sarcastic. Oh, I didn't say she that. She was just being sarcastic. You didn't. Your reaction was different. But a lot of people were like, she's just being sarcastic. All but right. I'm just saying, if that had came from the other side, it would be World War Three out here right now. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Is it Democratic bias? Call us right now. Or does she deserve the biggest hee-haw? Because I got Kathy Griffin, Remy Ma, and the Hamiltons all on deck. Okay. Let's, let's, let's get discuss. to it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Words are weapons in battle rap, the world's most brutal lyrical sport. From legendary music video director Joseph Kahn and producer Eminem, the new movie Bodied is the story of an accidental rap battle superstar shocking everyone he knows as he rises through. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Play the music. All right, that is the music. We are in Breakfast Club Court. So we're asking right now, 800-585-1051, are we turning a blind eye to Hillary Clinton? Based off these comments, play the comments. Let's play it. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kick them in the shins, essentially? Start to get to that kind of political... Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they I don't. <laughs> oh, well done. See, now I see... Now... I don't know. See, I tried to. I listened to it a couple of times, and I'm thinking, you well, gotta watch she, it. And not is she just trying to, to stand up for black people on some old? Well, yeah, they, they all look alike, right? Like on some disrespectful ish like that, or is it on some old sarcastic thing? Like, well, yeah, she, they all look alike. Like, which way is she going? She's being sarcastic because she's correcting Kara Swisher, who made a mistake and confused two one person, one black person for another. So she's calling her out on her mistake. She rolled her eyes. She was clearly being sarcastic. I now, is the joke inappropriate, and should she be able to make that joke? That's something that if one of us would have said that, it'd be fine. Right. But it's Hillary Clinton, so that's why people have a problem with it. But she was definitely being sarcastic. I don't feel comfortable with it. Just like we say, hey, oh, well, we got chicken. Oh, they all black people eat chicken? Like, I don't think that's It's, it's sarcastic, but like, there's certain things I, you just shouldn't listen, say. I, I understand the context of the joke. I think she was being sarcastic. She was checking Kara Swisher and shading Kara Swisher a little bit, but so the F what? I don't understand how y'all understand context when it's convenient to y'all, because guess what? If that was Megyn Kelly, if that was Sarah Huckabee Sanders, if that was Ivanka Trump, anybody on the right, context would be all the way out the window, and y'all wouldn't even be trying to hear the sarcasm. Oh, she was checking the lady. She shouldn't have said it because she's white, and white people shouldn't be able to make that joke. Y'all know y'all be going crazy if it was somebody on the right. But I'm going to play along with y'all. Yeah, I can't see. But people are I going think she crazy over it. That, that's it's, why we're no here. No, that, no, that, no, that you shouldn't no, be crossing, not. I think. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Mike, what's up, Mike? Hey, Envy, how you doing? What's going on, bro? Look, I've been listening to you guys talking about the donkey. I, I think, personally, I'm thinking Hillary, she's got a whole history where she backs up everything that she says throughout her whole campaign. Letting this thing go, this little comment, feel like it's definitely a little bit on the line, but I think it's clearly done in a facetious manner, and I definitely think that the room got that. And Mike, you're white. I don't think it excuses it. Yeah. What's your political party? Not that I care, but I'm just asking. Well, I, I'm a Democrat, to prove your point. Okay. Uh, okay. However, okay. I am very objective on it. I definitely agree with you that there would be outrage if the Republican had said the same thing. Yeah, it's so uh, weird how uh, we understand context when it's somebody Mike. that we like. 
But not, see, but, not, but then again, a lot of people don't like a lot of people. Yeah, there's don't, people, a lot of who don't people like that her. don't like Hillary. There's a lot of people that don't like her, even Democrats, and they don't want her to run again for president. But they understand that she was trying to be funny. Ray, we saw a racial firestorm last week with Megyn Kelly, and Megyn Kelly was just simply asking a question. Like, she said, why is blackface wrong? And everybody's like, you should know that. You should know that. So you don't think Hillary should know that that joke is offensive? She what? should. John. Good morning. Hey, white or black, John? Well, I, oh, I'm white. Okay. Now, what do you think about Hillary Clinton? I think that she was racist with her comments. I mean, if you look at her mm-hmm. past in the 90s with her uh, supporting the crime bill, and which disproportionately locked away black people, and then you got a... Uh, was it the when uh, her husband reformed the welfare state, which protected more white people on welfare, but it still hurt black people. So I don't think she's that much of an ally when you look at uh, her actual history. Okay. Mm. Thank you, John. Lily, do you love me? Good morning. Good morning, Lily. How you doing? Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, I was basically just saying as a white woman in America who considers herself to be an ally, I think that you do have to be careful about what you say. I know she was technically probably joking, but I think Charlemagne is right in this situation that you have to be careful about what you say, whether you're on radio or not. You can't just be making jokes like that. Okay. Yeah, you can't get too comfortable. All right. And then and then the woman Kara Swisher replied, "Well done, y'all. Y'all didn't catch that thing. She said, "Well done." Well, for catching her out there. Right. All right. Well, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Right now we're in Breakfast Club Court. We're asking, are we turning a blind eye to Hillary Clinton? Uh, is this Democratic bias, or does she deserve donkey of the day? Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne is confused. He doesn't know if he should uh, give Hillary Clinton donkey today or not. Well, no, I'm not confused. I'm an equal opportunity hee-haw distributor. Uh, I think that she does deserve donkey today simply because you just can't get that comfortable. I don't care if you are a good white person and you're a white ally. You can't get that comfortable to make this kind of joke. Listen. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him and your feel free? Oh, I, I adore no, him. What do you think about him saying kick them in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political... Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they no, don't. <laughs> Oh, well done. See, I agree with you. See, I, I, it was, it wasn't. I don't think she was doing it in a sarcastic way, but it's just certain jokes you just can't make, even in a sarcastic way. That's Listen, my opinion. I, under- I understand the context. I think she was being sarcastic. She was checking Kara Swisher, you know. But and still, you can't make that joke. And we gave Megyn Kelly hell last week for asking a question about why is blackface wrong. And we was like, Oh, you're a woman of a certain age. You should know. You think Hillary doesn't know that that joke could possibly be offensive to black people? So why does she feel so comfortable to make that joke? All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Ashley. Hey, what's up? Ashley, good morning. Now we're talking to Hillary Clinton. Yes. Now, you don't think she's racist? I don't. I don't. Not, not, don't get me wrong. I don't know what her personal life is like, but I don't think this specific comment was made to be racist. I agree with you. I don't think so either. But that don't mean that she, I, she she still can't be comfortable enough to say it. And I get that. But at the same time, it's like, I think it was more she wanted to basically point out that the other one was racist. You know what I mean? Like, I know you can't tell them apart, but she wouldn't say it like that because that's how she is. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't try to be combative. So she's the type of person who's going to, like, low-key say it. You know what I mean? She should have worded it a little different than she should have said, contrary I, to popular white belief, or she, yeah. all black people don't look alike. Yeah. Or she could have said, you know, I know they look the same to you. Yeah, to you. Yeah, that's, yeah. But that would have been really an attack on her. But still, you know. Nate. Well, how about don't yes. say the joke? You agree with Hillary? You think all black people look alike? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't I'm just messing whoa. with you. I'm just messing all with you. All black people look alike. <laughs> what I'm saying, she comes from a content saying that white America think all black people look alike. 
So that's why she said it. She said, I know y'all think all black people look alike. That's why she said it. Well, she got to make it clear. That's why I said she should have said, contrary to popular white belief, all black people don't look alike. Well, you know, she's just being quick from the quick from the left. She just said, well, I know that's what y'all think. Well, when you're when you when you're when you're playing on certain playing fields, you can't be so quick from the the left or whatever the hell you just said. Okay, <laughs> all, right. all right, you got to think you, it man. through. Okay, you can't be that comfortable. I don't think I just think if you listen to the way she was saying it, she was looking at white Americans. So I know y'all think they all look alike. So she's she's on our side, man. Okay, Leave Hillary alone. You know what's crazy? All the white people that called is against Hillary, and all the black people is for Hillary. That's the craziest thing. <laughs> and that's thing. my goddamn that's problem. That's it, it, It's democratic bias, and we let these people get too comfortable around us because y'all know good and damn well if that was somebody on the right, y'all would raise hell. Megyn Kelly asked a question last week, and y'all wanted her fired. Did she get fired? She did for get fired. Asking a, yeah, but for I don't think that's the question. only reason. That's not the only reason she got fired. The ratings well, either, were... But, yeah, yeah, you know good and well. Every, yeah, we didn't even know that show existed until last week. We didn't know Megan Kelly... No, the they were having issues with her week. for quite some time now. Yeah, but that should... But I'm talking about us at the culture. We did not know that show. I didn't know that show existed until last week. I she will made say this, comments. though. The Republicans definitely stick together way more than we do because if that was a Republican that said that, they would have been defending that to the death. Listen, I, I, I just like seeing the hypocrisy. I like seeing people contradict themselves. It's clear Democratic bias. And I want to be an equal opportunity hee-haw distributor. So you're okay? giving to her what? Please let Remy Ma give Hillary Clinton the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw. You stupid motherfucker. You dumb. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. All right, now we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith on a Red Table Talk, and I'll tell you what they had to say about all kinds of things like swinging and Scientology. Swinging? So they confirm or and deny? You have to listen. All right, rumors up next. This is going to be a good one. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Will Smith. It's time, time, time. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Red Table Talk is really popping right now, and people are loving these episodes. So if you missed it, Will Smith and Jada Pickett-Smith were really talking about all of their marriage issues, the struggles that they've gone through as a couple. Uh, He talked about basically a lot of things that he was doing, he thought he was doing for her, but it was really more for himself. He even discusses her 40th birthday party and how that was a low point. He went through all this trouble. He booked Mary J. Blige to perform. He gave her a video with sound bites from her late grandmother she had never seen before doing all of those things but all Jada had wanted was to actually chill with her husband and then the next day he had even more festivities planned and she was like it's my birthday she told me that the party was the most ridiculous display of my ego so wow. all of that happened he had like Missy Elliott and all Mary and Mary, Mary? wow yeah craziness um, so that's why you got to pay attention to what your partner wants. Maybe they don't want all these huge gestures <sighs> that are public, mm-hmm. and they just well, want to spend some time with you. We, we, we think that as men, and then when we don't do something, then it's, why didn't you do anything for me? And then when you do something, it's too much. So what do you do? Well, I get it, but she was like, you know, and he even acknowledged all that stuff that he did was for his own ego. He was doing those things to prove what a, I, I guess, what a great person he was, what a great husband he was. And if he was paying attention to her, he would have known that all she wanted was for the two of them to spend some time together. Because think about how busy they were doing different things. You're right. But that's why communication is important. Just it please, I'm, I, things go over my head. Just tell me exactly what you want so I can make it happen. 
Right. Well, here's some more of what happened uh, during this interview. They talked about how many things they've been through, and that's why they don't use the marriage title. We don't even call ourselves married Married anymore. anymore. You know, it's a life partnership in the sense that we've created a foundation together. We have devoted ourselves to each other. In a spiritual sense. In In a spiritual spiritual sense. sense. To me, it gives us the freedom to create a different context, first of all, for ourselves and not have to live up to the expectation of what people consider marriage to be. There's nothing that could happen that we won't be together and love each other. And it's not because we just saying it. It's because we've cracked each other's heads wide open. (laughs) So is that, that an intellectual way to say we see other people? Yeah, is it an open relationship? Is that what they say? Well, they talk about that, too. So here is what y'all asked about clearing up some of these rumors. All right, so hold on. Let's clear some rumors. Let's people clear some... really it's not possible. Me. No, 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 no. It's not possible. But just to have it on, on record, just think historical rumors. We've never been Scientologists. True. Okay, um, what else? We've never been swingers. Never been swingers. Never been swingers. If people understood that that's a specific lifestyle. So that's a... Specific so they're lifestyle. Not specifically that's swingers, a specific answer. <laughs> that means they're not swingers, but they can be. Why do you open. say Pacific? I said specific. Forget it. Forget you. You can't say yes. it. It's specific. Okay. I said specific. Up. Specific. Oh my God, specific. You watch it. Drop on the clues bonds for Cardi B. <laughs> she made him some words too, but I said specific. All right. Well, you guys got to watch this whole episode. And at the end of it, he did say that he was so proud of her with her success with Red Table Talk. He said, it is a joy that I've always hoped you would have. It's beautiful. Um, Now, Ava DuVernay is working with Netflix. They're going to be doing a Prince documentary. How exciting is that? Y'all know how much I love Prince. He's my favorite artist ever. Now, they have the full cooperation of his estate. And that's going to be interviews, archival footage, photos, archive access. It's a multiple part documentary. It's going to cover his entire life. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Prince? Yes. We were all there. We were there. <laughs> do, do, do y'all forgot do we, we were there. You remember when he floated away and I took the picture of him as he was floating away and the picture in my phone went pitch black? Yes. Does any, y'all all remember After that, After he right? told you don't take a picture and yes. then you try to sneak one, that's what happens. Well, I mean, it's Prince. If you're going to sneak a picture of anybody, it should be Prince. Well, that didn't but work out. Now your phone was corrupted it, after that. It literally went black. I took a picture of him. I had the picture in my phone. He had a cape on and he was floating away and it went black. Everybody saw it. Mm. Well, that's why you got to pay attention when Prince speaks. Oh it tells goodness. you no. All right. All right. Now, let's also talk about Body. That movie is coming into theaters on Friday. Hey. Now, it's a battle rap movie, which is the world's most brutal lyrical sport. It's produced by Eminem. And it's a comedy about an accidental rap battle superstar. Now, Charlemagne, you're also starring in this movie. Yes, I'm in the movie, and I uh, have I have a producer credit. I'm a consulting producer on the movie as well. But the movie is going to be dope because it challenges uh, this whole notion of political correctness and how far uh, you can go with your words. And it shows that your words really do have consequences. So you can say what you want, but there will be consequences to your words. I can't wait till y'all see it Friday. All well, right. you can go to bodiedmovie.com to get more information, see the trailer, and all of that. All right. And we're going to have the cast embodied up here uh, later this week. And Joseph Kahn as well. Mm-hmm. Joseph Kahn, that, the creator of the film, and uh, Jackie Long and Calum. Calum, uh, I can't remember Calum's last name. Great. I should know Calum's last name, right? Great, yes. Great, great. And He'll he was so excited to be up here. He was tweeting us and everything. That's my guy. All right, guys. I just don't know his last name. And then that's not your guy. Yeah, but he still can be my guy. I know his first name. When I see him in the street, I'll be like, Calum. Leonard. It's All not right. like you see people in the street and say their whole name. All right, guys. Angela Yee. Re- Revolt has to go. <laughs> Shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody oh, Kay- else. Kalen Worthy. You looked it up. You Googled that He's fast. Worthy. The People's Choice mixes up next. Let's go.